welcome to season three of True Lessons with your host, Lillian. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. To my returning listeners, thank you for your continuous support. We were once called Wine Down with Lil, but our show is now called True Lessons. Listen in on season three and discover why the name changed at all. Also, don't forget to show your girl some love and subscribe to the podcast on the platform of your preference so you don't miss out on future episodes. Well, let's get started on today's lesson and let's glow up together. True Lessons podcast starts now. Welcome back, everybody. We are here today joined by the very special Corey Milheims. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. I really appreciate your time and energy here today. I absolutely loved meeting you a couple months back when you tattooed on me and I just felt the connection. I really felt connected to you. Your energy was just so calm. So Thank I, you I, so much. I'm glad we kept in touch. Some people just keep going about their business, but I'm glad we kept in touch thereafter. So before we move on and we continue to tell us about yourself and your background and what led you to tattooing. Okay, so um, I work at Diamond Heart Studios in Flemington, New Jersey, um, and I've been there my entire career. So I've been tattooing for four years, including my apprenticeship, which was a little longer than most people's because I was working full time as a uh, restaurant manager during it, which was awful. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Imagine. Yeah, I went to college um, at University of the Arts in Philly, and I have a degree in painting and drawing. Um, so that's kind of what led me into tattooing once I figured out, you know, what I was doing. Your 20s are hard. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? The 30s are even harder. They are. <laughs> they yeah. start to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My body, <laughs> which the tattooing is not super great for. But you know. uh, Well, you know, the, I found that so impressive um, about you when I met you that you had said that you had a background in artistry because to me, tattooing is an art. And I can see why some people may think it's not because some tattoos are very special and unique to the individuals, which is not meant for everybody to understand or, or, or like. Um, so as long as the person that's getting the tattoo likes it themselves. But I found it so interesting. Um, and that's probably what I loved about your energy. Your aura was just so art, artful, like so. And um, not usually do we find people who have that kind of background, um, like officially, because of course, you know, I think all tattoo artists are artists, but into that capacity, um, what exactly really led you into it? Cause I know you have the art background, but was there a particular moment or a person who influenced you to just join and start tattooing? Um, so I had been super interested in it, but very hesitant just because, I don't feel like I had a lot of self-confidence, especially when I got right out of art school. You know, they kind of wear you down, um, Mm. (laughs) which is what they're there for. But, you know, Um, so right when I got out, I went to shop. I asked for an apprenticeship and they kind of blew me off. But like I only had four or five tattoos. I didn't look the part. I didn't I had never been tattooed there. That's super Mm. important when you're trying to get an apprenticeship to actually show that you're interested in their specific work, you know, so I I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, (laughs) And then that kind of put me off for a while um, until I saw that Diamond Heart um, had just hired a tattooer because they were strictly piercing at first. Um, And so that kind of made me change my mind. Um, I actually went to high school with the owner of Diamond Heart and my mentor. They were um, behind me in high school. So I didn't know them super well, but I knew of them. Um, and I just really liked the atmosphere. 
the shop is trans owned. My mentor was a woman. Um, so I just felt a lot more comfortable. It is a man's world and it has been for a while, but that's starting mm. to change. Yeah. And that's also interesting for you to say that because one, what a blessing for you to have a mentor because it's hard out here. It's yeah. so hard. <laughs> How do you ask someone to be a mentor for you? But also who do you ask? Because there's very few people that you can look up to for any kind of field that you want to progress in life. It's really hard. But also when you're a woman, because it just lends itself, but as a woman, it's really hard to find other women who yes. have been successful that are willing to mentor you because it almost becomes a competitive feel like, can you help me out or you want to keep me kind of on this level so you're still high? That is and so true. That's hard because even when there's women involved, it's it can be competitive. So that is awesome that you were able to find a mentor that you had some kind of relationship with in the past. That's also tricky, right? Because you're kind of basing yourself off of who you used to know. Exactly. And I think that's, you know, the case for a lot of things, unfortunately, is who you know and the connections that you've made. And I hadn't spoken to Karen in probably, I don't know, like five or six, seven years. Um but mm. I just, I honestly didn't think anything was going to come of it. I was just like, you know, if I don't do this, if I don't try, I'm going to be super upset. And she right. actually gave me a shot. And she was like, I never wanted an apprentice, but your energy and just like seeing how much you want it reminds me of myself when I started. So let's do this. And I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. That is awesome. But that's it. It's the, it's the energy. Um, it's, it's so real. People don't get it, but it's so real. And I absolutely loved when I walked into Diamond Heart and I saw crystals all over. I was like, OMG. I love it. <laughs> it didn't feel intimidating because there are so many tattoo places you walk into that feels like a man's biker's world. Like yes. pull up the, you know, the Harley Davidson and put on the rock and which is nothing wrong with that. But for me, it's always been intimidating. So I will sit there and get my tattoo done. I don't care as long as it gets done by someone who's going to do it right. I absolutely used to be that way. And now walking as a diamond heart and the energy you have was just, it really felt so natural. It felt so good. It felt like the whole experience started from the moment I walked in till even after we kept in touch and you asked about the healing process and things. It just felt so different. That's very yeah, that's rare. That's awesome. Cause that's really what we're striving for is just to make, you know, everyone feel comfortable, not just that specific brand of person that, you know, tattooing used to be about because everyone gets tattooed now. Like the majority mm -hmm. of my clients are women um, just because of the subject matter that I gravitate towards, like botanicals, illustrative stuff. Um, and yeah. I do like so many mother daughter tattoos, which I think is super awesome. And, you know, it's not it's for everybody now. It's not just, you know, some guy right. riding a motorcycle. <laughs> right. And that was like the thought I had growing up in my head. But I always wanted them. And I remember the first time I walked into a tattoo shop, I was 19 years old and I was already married. I walked in with my husband. And he looked at me like, are you ready? And I remember I was in Atlantic City and it was like on this random. I'm talking about like those, you know, hole in the walls, which, hey, listen, they can be great sometimes. But it was so intimidating for me. I walked in and I was like, nope, not ready yet. And I like <laughs> stormed out of there. And of course, my first one I got at 28. But how how was your experience growing up around it? Because for me and my family, it was like looked real. It was frowned upon all my life and childhood until I got them. And they were like, oh, OK, I guess it's OK. My parents were super awesome. They never really said much about it. Like I had expressed wanting one. I did wait until I think I was 20 when I finally did it. Um mm. So I wasn't asking them like super early. I did get a bunch of piercings when I was a teenager that my mom was okay with. Um, 
but (laughs) they never really like pushed me any which way when I started my apprenticeship the only thing that my dad said to me was just I had to promise not to get my neck and my hands tattooed (laughs) which is you know that's fine (laughs) if that's what he needs from me I'm fine with that you know just so Mm -hmm. he's not super distressed he doesn't have any um I practiced a lot on my brother which I'm not sure made my father very happy but (laughs) (laughs) you know they're not too bad they look okay (laughs) okay well listen he's he's happy he probably was like hey free tats my sister she's an artist I trust her let's go for it yeah and it's nice just to look at it you know as I've gotten better and to see the progression on him (laughs) it's a lot of trust that's a lot of trust Corey it is kudos to your brother yeah (laughs) is he younger or older he's younger he's eight years younger than me oh so wow. we have a big okay. gap oh wow okay so yeah for me it was it wasn't normal um it was kind of like hey if you're a criminal you exactly. know are you a criminal or have you been to jail yep. or <laughs> are you like a drug dealer or a drug addict and I'm like none of the no. above I still love them but for me I've always been very artsy like I grew up reading a lot listening to music was my thing so art is through different mediums and people can only grasp it if it's temporary and for me it's like why can't art be permanent I don't get it I can totally walk through a museum and enjoy it more than anything else but very few people can especially the culture I'm Hispanic so a lot of Hispanics like back then in the 90s and 80s it was like what are you doing don't even think about a tattoo like you know we'll disown you kind of thing that kind of feeling like oh people are gonna judge you and I'm like people are you like what is wrong with you yeah. So I kind of had to be the trailblazer and do many things. But it's funny because it was like, all right, you get married young, you have kids young, but like getting a tattoo felt more um, like a taboo thing. Like, oh, you have it? Like, are you kidding? Like, did it hurt? And it's like, yes, yes, I have it. It hurt. It was a process. I don't regret it. Like, that's. And. We do a lot of things in life that we can regret, but for some reason, a tattoo still holds that kind of taboo on people. Yeah, I guess because it's like so permanent, but so is having a child, you know, literally doing all these other things. Literally. Um, (laughs) And everyone's like, oh, what will you look like when you're older? Like, you're not going to look good anyway. (laughs) It's not like you look great (laughs) with your wrinkles and, oh, now there's a tattoo. It looks awful. Like, I'm going to look awesome. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, actually, I'm going to be that cool grandma. And, you know, because I was open minded and it says a lot about my character. So, yeah, and like, no judgment. You know, as a, a plus size woman, you know, there are parts of my body that I'm not happy with. But if I, I put a tattoo there, I like it a lot more, you know, and I think yeah. that's what it's all about is just making yes. yourself comfortable in your own skin. And that's however you want to do that is, you know, your own business. Yes. So your parents were cool with it and everything. Did you ever grow up around maybe extended family members or friends that kind of had negative thoughts or, you know, perceptions about it? I definitely have some of my older family members that when I told them that, you know, they, they really respected me being a restaurant manager, which I think is like, you know, it's a, it's a great job, but I was never into it. It was not my passion. And when I told them I was going to start tattooing, they kind of were like, Oh, like why? Like, you're not going to make any money. It's not a real job. You know, like Mm. tattooers are lazy, you know, you know, there's just a lot Mm. that goes along with it. And I don't think people understand how much effort you put in, all the stuff that you have to do to get to that point, like all the medical things you need to learn and how much is really involved with it. And there are a lot of tattooers that make a lot of money 
you know, probably more than, than the people judging them do. So it's definitely <laughs> come a long way. Should be respected, but yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. But I, I think that we can all agree tattoos are, are definitely art, but just like art, you can go to a gallery and you're not going to like every painting. That's fine. But have you ever done tattoos that you actually didn't like, but you did because it was, you know, per their request and you had to honor the customer's wish? I definitely have done things that I'm not super excited about doing. Um, you know, not everything is meaningful to me, but it could be super meaningful to the person. You know, like doing like just some simple lettering is not exactly the highlight of my day all the time. But um, I know that it's important to the client and that is in the end what I'm going for. You know, there are some things that I will not do, like that I'm not comfortable doing that I know someone else would do better. And that's super important when you're looking for a tattoo artist um, to try to find somebody that knows their strengths and their weaknesses instead of just being like, yeah, I'll do it. And then you know, maybe not turning out the best, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, in the end, it's a balance between being an artist and you know, doing a service for people. Yeah, I, yeah, I, it's just, it, it should be just interesting to experience each client with their stories, their, their significance behind what's going to be permanently put on their body. Is there a specific place that anybody has um, asked or requested that you put the tattoo on that you've kind of been like uncomfortable about, but you've just, you know, Um, the only thing that I've really done where I wasn't uncomfortable. It's just not done a lot is I did tattoo someone's pubic mound once. And I was, if I didn't know Mm. them, I wouldn't have done it, but I tattooed them since I had started my apprenticeship and they were like, are you comfortable? And I was like, you know what? Sure. For you. Yes. But I don't think I would do it for anybody. Yeah, you know, that's I, like yeah, very intimate. I would be, I would be a little scared because some yeah. people out here don't know how to take care of themselves. That is very true. And, you know, we talked about that and I was like, listen, like, I need you to do some things that I'm not comfortable doing for you. Like, I definitely yeah. don't want to be in charge of, <laughs> of that. Yes. So, yes, yes, you know, yes. I feel like as long as you get to know the person a little bit and you have yeah. that, you know, respect from them and vice versa, I'll, I don't really sense. care. A body is a body, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think once you start tattooing, it's just skin. You're just trying to make exactly. sure you focus and you get the, your, your tattoo done. Yeah. Like, now, I'm is there anything? <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that bothers you about maybe what people perceive about tattoos still in 2021? Or Um, about tattooing or about tattoo artists? Because I know you mentioned before, you know, that it was like looked like down upon, like you were lazy. Like, yeah, that does. I mean, I don't feel that way very often, but I know that like the older generations can kind of think of it as not a real job. But um, I don't think people understand how much goes into it. Like I I'm a one one woman job. Like I, I answer all my emails. I do all my drawings. I spend a lot of time at home doing work Mm. Um, and I also think a lot of people kind of just think that you're a robot. Like I, mm. you know, a tattoo, I really want it to look perfect, you know, but I'm, I'm a human and sometimes, you know, there's imperfections in it and right. you have to expect something like that, you know, if I'm not a computer. Yes. Um, and I just, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, yeah, I just I think that there's a lot of respect both ways. Like you should be respected from your tattoo artist, but you should also be respectful of them when they say like you should make this bigger or it's not going to last. Like when 
when I'm telling you that, I'm not saying that because I feel like doing it bigger. I'm trying to make sure that, you know, it lasts over time and you get what you want and it's right. going to work. Right. Um, so there's just, there's a lot more that goes into it than I think that people know about. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think so. It's, it's, it's a process. And it's something that should be a process. We're talking about something permanent. Um, all right. At this point, I feel like it's so semi-permanent. Like we get cover-ups, people laser them now. Um, but something that's significant, it happens. It's Even if you cover it up or you laser, it was still ingrained in your body. Like it was inked into your body. And at one point, it was significant to you. Yeah. And a lot of times, I don't think people realize how much of a process getting laser treatment is. Um, they're like, oh, yeah, like, we'll just get it zapped off. Like, it takes, like, 20 treatments to get rid of something completely. Right. Like, Which, it's, it's a yeah. lot, and it hurts, and it's expensive. So, like, my advice to everyone is just to definitely think about what you're going to do. Um, make sure that you are yes. honest with your tattooer. If you don't like the design, I'm not going to be upset. I would rather know before it's on you um, <laughs> so yes. that we don't have to deal with that, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. And that's, that was actually my last question was what advice would you give a younger person who wants to get a tattoo? I would definitely, I know that like at this point in time, we should not be super worried about this anymore, but think about the job that you want to have later in life or now. Um, Mm -hmm. And just any complications that it might, you know, any implications it could have just like if you get your hands tattooed or your neck or your face or anything like that, like just think about, you know, people aren't, super open to things like that still unfortunately um right right <laughs> especially right when you just turn 18 and you're like yeah whatever um <laughs> yeah so it's still considered taboo in some instances because yeah, it really depends where you're at you know <laughs> yeah. yeah it does depend the career I think if you are an artist everyone around you is going to kind of expect it like yeah singer painter whatever it is that you do they're going to assume like how many do you have and piercings It's so natural because you're so open to the just different kinds of art. It's not just the painting on a wall, but different kinds of art um, and creative people and artists are a lot more expressive about what they feel and like and think. Yeah. And like imagery is much more important to them than like writing or anything like that. So it's the perfect way to kind of express yourself without having to say what you want to say yes 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 um and then I also just think it's super important that you do your research so you know unfortunately not every tattooer is created equal and there are people that are good at certain things and not good at other things and it's important it's so important for you to look and find somebody that you connect with their work you think that they'll do a good job instead of just walking in and being like whoever you know right that is so important you want to do it right the first time instead of having to go through it like laser cover up any of that you know I agree I agree um and it just it just sucks right because we do go through those stages where you get the matching tattoos with a best friend or a boyfriend or even a spouse and then you're gonna go through the process of covering up or changing later on if things don't work out but that's just an example of how we talk so much about tattoos being so permanent Yet there's other things that aren't. And we put so much pressure on the ink itself than other things in life that aren't permanent. Um, But you still have to be very conscious and mindful of what you get on your body because it's your body. And you're going to have to constantly explain to others or remind yourself of why you got what you got anyway. 
Exactly. And I think it's really important. A lot of people will bring friends with them, you know, and I understand wanting the support, but don't let them talk you into things. <laughs> yes. The 100%. friend always has such an opinion and it's not their body. I agree. I agree. I think it's easier to give an opinion when it's not your body. Exactly. Um, and say, do this, that, that will look better on you, but it's almost like you're trying it out on somebody else's body rather than your own. Yep. And Which I is, will. It's so strange. Yeah, and I will be like, listen, don't listen to them. <laughs> you sit down. <laughs> this is their body. We're going to figure this out for what like, they go, want. Go out there with the crystals. You're, you're not. Yeah, go look at some jewelry. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't like what you're doing over here. But yes, I think that's 100% um, a great advice is to listen to your own gut, right? Because yeah. other people will try to influence you. And try to be original, because yes. I think that's also something else. We see something look good on someone else. It may not look good on you um, or you may not have the right um, placement. Yeah. Artist. Not a yeah. do it. And there's also so many trends all the time that I see being, you know, cycled through. And just because it's trendy now doesn't mean you're going to like it later. Like, let's just yes. think about the 90s tribal yes. tattoos. Like, nobody yes. wants those anymore. Yes. <laughs> so. Well, it's funny. I have, oh, I had a student whose father was a tattoo artist and she was 16 and she always wanted a tattoo. He said, we'll talk about it when you turn 16. So she says, hey, dad, I'm 16. I'm ready for it. He goes, actually, what we're going to do is you're going to choose the one you would want right now. She's like, I know exactly what I want. So he goes, but you're going to print it out. You're going to put it in an envelope on your 17th birthday. If you still want it, we'll do it. That's a great idea. Listen, six months later, she was like, I don't want that. Yep. (laughs) And so he was like, all right, we're going to do it again for one more year until, you know, it's what you've wanted for a very long time because you're going to have to live with that permanently. And it was just an interesting concept. I was like, that's good. I mean, because you could be 40, you could be 60 and get a tattoo that five years later you regret. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's so true. It's interesting, um, that concept. And it was the first time I heard something where a parent wasn't saying no but they were like listen let's be mindful of what's going to go on your body even though he was an artist so I don't know for me that was a great advice and if my kid once they're 18 they're going to do whatever they want anyway but I would advise (laughs) try it wait a few more months because you know what I would have probably gotten a Tinkerbell or something stupid on my leg anyway when I went as a 19 year old into that Atlantic City boardwalk you know hole in the wall tattoo shop but I'm glad I didn't because I I waited long enough that I was like, oh, I'm sure about what I'm gonna get. So yeah, I'm so. I'm happy I waited. But there's people that have beautiful tattoos and they started very young. So yep, that listen. is so true. It you know it really depends on the person. But yeah, I definitely have some ones that I wish weren't there. I don't hate anything that I have, but there are things that I wish were in a different spot or you know maybe yeah. aren't in my taste anymore. But I also feel like. The more you get, the less important it is, unfortunately. Like, uh, <laughs> like I, well, yeah, I see you what know, you mean. The first one you get is it has to be super meaningful. Um, right. And then it kind of just goes downhill from there. Like, I have some dumb stuff on my legs that I think is so <laughs> funny and cute. But, you know, there's no meaning behind it. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you tattooed on yourself? I have. So um, Karen, my mentor, actually made me do my second tattoo on skin on myself, which I think is a really great way to learn. Um, It's super difficult and uh, very hard to concentrate. Wow. I'm also a huge baby. Like I I hate getting tattooed. I know that sounds really funny, but um, (laughs) I don't sit. Well, I mean, I sit, but I complain. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it was really hard for me to concentrate. I've done it one other time. Um, 
and I keep saying I'm going to tattoo my thigh, but I just, I just don't do it. Um, but I did make my men, my apprentice also tattoo herself for her second tattoo on skin. I think it's, it's really a good learning process. That is you know. so interesting. Well, you're definitely my tattoo artist here on out. My first one <laughs> actually moved to Spain. Um, That's pretty cool, though. <laughs> it took two years before I was like, okay, who's going to do my next one? And honestly, I didn't have this one in line that you did for me recently. Um, I had something else, but my daughter sent me this, and it just felt so significant uh, once I saw it. And it was just a pivotal time in our lives, her being 14. What a horrible stage of a teenager and I just remember being 14 and hating being 14 (laughs) but I was like this is a connection forever um and the first time I saw it like tears just streamed down my face so I know that it's super super significant but also just just powerful very empowering and not everyone is going to be powerful and empowering some of them are going to be sweet and some of them just going to be fun but definitely I can't wait to continue getting inked by you because such a felt just so so I don't know feminine I felt so good so comfortable at the shop with you the whole process the communication was clear and and just great and and I hope that whoever is in the Hunterdon County area or in the Jersey area can go see you because it was it was a really awesome experience it was my first great experience especially at the tattoo shop that you're at it was great I loved it so much of course of course Corey you've been amazing um, I can't wait to release this and have everybody here um, hear it. And if anybody is hearing now, where could our listeners find you? Um, so you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is just Corey Tattoos, but I spell my name weird. So it's K-O-R-I. Um, and you can also always just go to the Diamond Heart website um, and you know, everybody's portfolios are on there. All of my coworkers are super awesome too. So if I don't do what you're looking for, someone else at the shop will. Um, and if you ever want piercings, everyone that works there is so amazing. I've never, you know, thought that I would love every single person that I work with. So that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's we're a little family. <laughs> oh, oh man, Corey, thanks again so much for being on here today, and Thank I can't so wait much. to get inked by you again. Yeah, we'll see you soon. <laughs> All right, take care. Thank you. True Lessons Podcast is brought to you by Level Up Coaching. Level Up Coaching promises to glow up with you during your time of healing and growth. Do you lack confidence, clarity, or support? Level Up Coaching is here to guide you through it all. For more information and bookings, visit levelupcoachingwithlil.com. Again, that's levelupcoachingwithlil.com. Thank you for listening to True Lessons. Before you go, make sure you're keeping up with your hosts and our guests. Follow us on IG, True Lessons Podcast, all one word. For tools and resources discussed throughout the show and goodies, send us an email at truelessonspodcast at gmail.com. Send us your letters or simply your desire to connect. Love and light, mi gente.